Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Are stress and anxiety interfering with your happiness? Have you been considering seeing a therapist, but you're not sure where to start? BetterHelp will assess your counseling needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist so you can start getting the support you need online in under 24 hours. Special offer for Anxiety Slayer listeners you get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash slayer. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash slayer. In this week's podcast, we're talking about how we can resent our anxiety and give it more power over us and what we can do to replace the resentment we feel with compassion. Welcome back, Ananga. Hey, Shen. Before we dive into this topic about resenting anxiety, I wanted to congratulate you on 11 years of partnership and producing the Anxiety Slayer podcast. Yeah, thank you for the times we've spent together as friends and as co-hosts. It's uh, wonderful to be still with you for 11 years. I know it. It is great. And I, and I see us uh, continuing this partnership for, for many years to come. Yeah. And I'm just so very grateful for the work that we've been able to do and will continue to do. And just a a quick shout out to our listeners. Annually, we do a very, very special offer where all of our courses are half price. And we are doing that again. So if you visit the Anxiety Slayer Academy, you'll learn more about that. And you'll be able to get 50% off all of our courses for the month of October by using a coupon code half price sale. Well, let's dive right into this week's podcast and talk about how resistance and resenting anxiety can can make things worse. Yeah, such a pitfall of the mind if we don't check our minds when we're going through anything intense and unpleasant in life, and particularly something like anxiety. We often hear people say, I hate my anxiety. I just want it to stop. When will my anxiety ever leave me alone? And it's an understandable response to something so life-altering as anxiety, but sadly, it's another pitfall of the mind and it doesn't serve us well when we express stressful resistance to anything, especially anxiety. It just fuels it. We have more adrenaline coursing around our system. We become more stressed and our emotions become even more stirred up and we're losing a lot of energy in the fight with this invisible perceived enemy. And resenting or or hating that feeling, hating anxiety, steals the present moment right away from you. When it when it's left unacknowledged, anxiety can turn into frustration and resentment in no time at all. Mm. And as we often talk about, the, the present moment is the only place where we can heal and make good choices. And we know that anxiety is hard. And that it feels awful and frightening. But each and every one of us can work with it and start finding ways to feel more calm. It's just a matter of getting to work and figuring out what works for you. Yeah. And it's just this tendency of the mind to really focus in on anything that's wrong in our life. And it depletes us because it makes that thing grow. It makes the anxiety feel bigger and it makes anxiety feel like it is the thing that's the major part of us when there's so much more to us. I like the um, teaching from psychologist Carl Jung 
He said that what you resist not only persists, but will grow in size. Mm. Because the mind really will zoom in on any sensations in our body. You know, we've, we've talked about this a lot in our health anxiety course and how to overcome health anxiety, that tendency of the mind to find any symptom or feeling in the body, and it will just make that the thing. Yeah. Zoom right in on it and create this narrative around it. And it causes us so much suffering. So when we re- resist anxiety, it just increases our suffering. And when we resent it, we begin to suffer over our suffering. We energize the anxiety and it makes things so much more difficult. It really does. And it's important not to fan the flames of anxiety. We know that stress and anxiety are adrenaline fueled. And if we try to fight them, we're provoking the release of even more adrenaline and we're wasting our energy in, in that struggle. So really the most effective way to deal with anxiety is to learn how to understand it to listen and find the message behind your anxiety and then start to make gentle adjustments. We understand that anxiety is big and horrible and life-ruining and you just want it to stop. There are days that you just, you know, if, if you could just, you know, I kind of picture the little kid putting their hands over their, their ears and just going, nah, 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 just not <laughs> wanting to hear, not want to take anything more in. But getting angry or frustrated is, is really like pouring gasoline on a fire. Yeah. And we can change it around by being more compassionate and understanding you need to be compassionate with yourself, just like you would someone you love. This kind of compassion is helpful and soft and steady is the way to go. Notice, learn, make supportive changes. And of course, Be sure to get some support from somebody who's been there and can show you the way out of anxiety. Really important to have support and to challenge the way our mind defaults to handling anxiety, which is to feel overwhelmed. And we'll have those days where we think, not today. I just can't do this today. And it's so exhausting and so overwhelming. But to try and cultivate hope, nurture some hope that there are people who've got through anxiety and there are people who know how to show you how to get through it too. So just allow that light to come in of hope and challenge the mind when it says no one understands, it's not true. Challenge the mind when it says nothing works, it's not true. We often see posts in our private Facebook group from people saying, you know, Will I ever be free from anxiety? Will this ever go away? Yes, you can. And yes, it can. But you have to do something about it. And that always reminds me of a wonderful teaching from Dr. Edith Eager, the Auschwitz survivor psychologist who wrote the beautiful book, The Choice. And she says, don't ask why me, ask what now? Yeah. Because when we ask why me, we're putting ourselves in that a helpless situation, a victim mentality. Right. We become a victim. Yeah, exactly. And when we ask what now, and when we do it with compassion, we're saying, okay, I understand I have this anxiety and it's rough and it's causing me so much suffering, but what can I do? It puts us in the realms of possibility. And that's where we need to be because we really can change it up. We can. And when we get back from the break, we'll talk about how acceptance can bring peace and spaciousness to make more supportive choices. 
Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Are stress and anxiety interfering with your happiness and preventing you from living your best life? There have been more than a few times in my life where I've needed some extra support and wish I'd had an option for online support. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. To be clear, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online, and their service is available for clients all over the world. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you don't have to leave the comfort of your own home. It's more affordable than traditional in-person counseling, and financial aid is available. You can start living a happier life today. Special offer for Anxiety Slayers, you can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash slayer. That's betterhelp.com forward slash slayer. Before the break, we were talking about the importance of compassion. And now I'd like to move through the conversation into a place of acceptance and peace and making better choices. At first, acceptance and tolerance, those words sound unreasonable or even unrealistic. When we're suffering so much, it's very common for the anxious mind to object to such concepts, but it's what we need to, to soften because when we feel anxious, often we're so hard on ourselves. Uh, I was with somebody a week ago who was saying, you know, I don't really think others suffer like I do. And we had a conversation around that and we, started talking about the different ways where they might, and often they do. Anxiety doesn't show itself the same for everyone, and that's an episode we'll be covering in the future. Do different people experience anxiety differently? Mm -hmm. It might not be that people are showing the same symptoms and the same challenges that we're feeling, but anxiety is there for everyone um, at different degrees and at different times in their life. So when we bring a softening when we turn to ourselves with acceptance and compassion, it's a very good starting point for working with anxiety. And it gives us the chance to make peace with ourselves and our challenges. And to start looking at anxiety as a challenge really does shrink it down in size from being a big black cloud, a big all-encompassing thing hanging over you to say, you know, I have this challenge. Mm -hmm. And when you can say, I have this challenge and I'm working with it, and you can look at the rest of you with compassion and all the other qualities and assets and wonderful parts of you that are there, let those come up and let those be bigger, then the anxiety starts to shrink. That's true, because if we resent or hate anxiety, it grows. And if we respond with self-compassion and care, it shrinks. When we take action, it shrinks. When we figure out what works for us in the situations that we find ourselves in, it shrinks. And that's what we need to work with. How can we shrink it? How can I help myself make today a more comfortable day? And we need to find those pauses instead of anxiety rears up in us and we react. And sometimes we freak out automatically because it's so horrible. And if you've had an anxiety attack, you can start dreading the next one. But in dreading it, you're also fueling it. Right. And this isn't in any way a criticism of that experience. It's just how it works. When we dread something, that feeds back into anxiety. So it's about compassion, 
understanding, and then the tools, the tools that can help you stop an anxiety attack in its tracks. It's a learnable skill that anyone can do. So looking for those moments where anxiety starts to rear up and we just pause and say, okay, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this and see if I can help myself feel more calm or more in control. And as soon as you do it, your self-esteem goes up, your anxiety goes down, and everything changes because now you know what to do and you're not mm-hmm. held hostage by anxiety ever again because you know how to work with it. And that's you know one of the things that you and I talk about when we're not recording the podcast is, do we really share this? practice again? <laughs> you know, do we really share it again and again and again? And the answer is always yes, we do, because we never know who's going to be listening in or if you heard us the first time or if your mind would allow something in the first time to, to add to your uh, anxiety slayer care kit, if you will. Mm-hmm. That's why we talk about the calming point and tapping points and breathing practices over and over and over again, because we know that at some point it's going to land. And even if you've already learned it, uh, it's a good reminder for you to, to do what we know will help you. And, and that is, that does begin with tapping. That does begin with learning the calming points and a wonderful practice called the long exhale breathing practice that is just a total game changer. Yeah. So to have something to go to and call it up, try it out in your time of need. I was talking with a friend this morning and together we used to teach EFT tapping around the UK. I'm trying to remember how long ago my daughter was a baby. It would be about 21 years ago. And we used to travel out to health shows and do workshops and tapping demonstrations. And we were already pretty convinced that it worked. Uh, We were not entirely happy with how daft it looks. (laughs) And that's something I still struggle with when you tell people to tap. It's like, it looks so silly. but There I was getting up on a stage in front of 60 people or working with 30 people a day, one-on-one. And again and again and again, we saw how much it was helping people with all kinds of challenges, but really with anxiety. So, you know, if you're still using and teaching something after 21 years, it's because you know it's a good thing. It is. And if you want to learn more about EFT tapping, you can visit our website at anxietyslayer.com forward slash EFT. And you'll find a tapping diagram and a lot more information there to to help you tap. And we also have several guided uh, tapping practices and we've been at this a while, so we can, we can help you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Also on our Patreon, we have a few guided tapping sessions there now and, and a tapping course, EFT for anxiety relief. So an on sale at half price off at the moment. So the information's there. As a quick personal experiment, anytime you feel really anxious, and you can do it with me now to try this, just tune in with yourself and see where your anxiety is at right now. And then just start tapping on the collarbone point. So you just trace with your thumbs up from your shoulders down along your collarbone, and you'll find a little dip either side of your breastbone, just under the collarbone. There's just a little dip there. You can get the diagram on our website if you want to really see where it is. But just Start tapping there with one hand, either side of your chest, either hand. Just punch your fingers together and just lightly tap on that point. And just drop your shoulders, relax your jaw, and just let your out breath be long. 
you can hear it, the tapping on your bone there in your chest, just under the collarbone. So just drumming on your body and that tapping will find its way to this point in your chest called the K27 point, kidney meridian point 27 in acupuncture. And this point is known for thousands of years to help calm fear. So something you can do for yourself using this ancient science, this medical science that's been around for so, so long, just to bring your hands up to that point when you feel anxious and start tapping on that point and it takes fear and anxiety down. And if you're feeling really anxious, you can pace while you do it to move the adrenaline from your body and just give it a try. One simple point. It's so powerful. It's so effective. And then, of course, there are other points, all addressing different aspects of, of anxiety. So it's there to try and it's there to learn. I used this last week at the dentist when I, when I got in the chair and they were running around doing what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they weren't in there with me, you know, because I'll use the calming point too on the palm of my hand. But this one really helped me just kind of sink in and receive the support that I needed without, uh, without feeling over the top anxious, took the, took the fear right away. Yeah. And you can use it, you know, if you have a phone call come in that doesn't feel comfortable, you can use it then. If you see something on the news that triggers you, or you hear something that triggers you, use it then to diffuse it. Just try it. It really, really works. Over recent years, I've received a lot of um, intense news via phone. So I was getting uncomfortable when my phone rang, you know, there was always that potential in my mind that it could be something else coming in. So I would tap when I hear the phone buzz or Mm. see something come up on the phone, tap that point. Smart. And it makes me feel calm and present and ready to deal with whatever's coming through the phone. So you can use it in all kinds of situations, but it's all about responding positively and proactively to anxiety and not letting it get the better of us. The long exhale breathing practice is also a go-to for me, and I know it has been for you and for many of our listeners. And I'd like to uh, share how to do that again for, uh, for you. And if you'd like to join me, you can. Here's how you do it. You can sit or stand, but be sure to soften up a little bit before you begin. Make sure your hands are relaxed and your knees are soft. You want to drop your shoulders soft eyes, and let your jaw relax. And now breathe in slowly through your nose and count to four. And remember to keep your shoulders down and allow your stomach to expand as you breathe in. You hold the breath for a moment. And now release your breath slowly and smoothly as you count to seven. And you can release your breath through your mouth or through your nose, whatever is more comfortable for you. And just repeat this pattern for a couple of minutes. You're breathing in. You're counting to four. You're holding the breath. And then you're releasing the breath as slowly and as smoothly as you can. And trying to, you know, to get to seven. And you just do this over and over. This is just one of the ways that if I'm having a hard time uh, coming down before sleep, or if I haven't done my regular sleep routine, I'll do this for a few minutes in bed and it'll just really get me much more calm and relaxed. It's such a great practice. And your commitment to practice any of these techniques 
any of these self-help anxiety techniques will help you experience two important benefits. The first is that you'll experience anxiety less intensely because you're actively working with calming your nervous system, and that's huge. And the second is that if anxiety starts to flare up, you can deal with it quickly before it escalates into an attack because you already know what to do. And no matter what you're facing, you deserve to show yourself as much compassion and sweetness as possible. This, coupled with the strategies we discussed today, will help you feel more calm and relaxed. To celebrate our 11th anniversary producing the Anxiety Slayer podcast, we're offering all of our courses in the Anxiety Slayer Academy at half price. You can visit anxietyslayer.teachable.com and simply use the coupon code HALFPRICESALE through the month of October. Thanks for listening.